is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. And welcome back. That's right. It is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. Jody Claypool, your main host, but uh, he deferred to me to kind of kick this off. I hope you like the new introduction that we just put out there. Uh, Jody, exciting things happening here as we ramp up this Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with uh, all sorts of exciting new sounds. Yeah, uh, we're right. we're going to have more as we that's go That's right. Here. Yeah, not only are we uh, changing the way we do the intro, we're also changing the format a little bit, which I like a lot. Yeah, so we're going to have some fun with this as you go forward, so keep listening. I, I hope you've all enjoyed and listened to the first uh, number of podcasts that we put out there, but uh, we're going to kind of change things around here a little bit. So uh, with that in mind, uh, we have two not one, but two guests in the studio today, and I can stay in the studio because, Jody, brand new studio digs here at the uh, Kedco office, third floor, City Hall. Um, right on, and shout out to you, Ryan, for bringing in the gear, man. You know what? This, this is a serious setup. This is what we do. This is what we do. We're <laughs> like all it. in the name of professionalism, right? So, And speaking of professionals, we brought in today, we have two guests from, well, they're representing the library complex, the library system here in Kosciuszko County. So we have Mary Botterf, uh, Friends of the Library, and we have Robin Fosnall of the Warsaw Public Library. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, very glad that you could get in here today. It's... uh, it's been a beautiful spring so far. It just so happens we are a little bit drippy uh, here today. So, again, we're glad that you could make it in here. Uh, more rain makes grain, I always say, uh, <laughs> on the Louis Dreyfus side of things. Um, but we're just going to kick things off. And, Jody, um, these ladies are here with the library. And I think, first of all, we just need we need each one of them to give a brief synopsis story. I, I need to know who you are, not name, address, phone number. Tell us about yourself. Tell us, and, and Mary, you have a look of a complete fear. So I'm going to go to Robin first. Okay. Okay. Robin, tell Good us call. about Good you. Good call, Ryan. Well, I was actually born and raised here in Costco County. I have lived most of my life here. I did live seven years in North Carolina for a while, but life brought us back to this area. Um, I have very fond memories of growing up with my cousins. Most of my family are still here. So I have very good connections with my cousins yet today. Um, it was a good place to come back and bring our children back to grow up. I had no hesitation with that. I knew that'd be a lovely area for that. And we just enjoy being here. Right on. So um, you say coming back to the area. Yeah. So give us a little bit more detail yeah. uh, about that. Well, I worked for the library as a young lady before I was married. Um, and after we got married, I my husband got transferred. We, we met here in this area. He's originally from Decatur, Indiana. So a job brought him here to Warsaw, and we met here at a church. Um, after we were married, uh, we I still continued to work for the library, and he was transferred to start a startup company out in North Carolina. Oh, okay. So we moved there for seven years. Um, things brought us back to this area. The same company he worked for brought us back to this area. Um, 
we have three children, which were all in school at that time, in, in elementary school down there. And I just, you know, things are a lot different in many areas of the country than they are here in Marcel, Indiana. So I really had no hesitation in bringing our family back here for the kids to grow up here. Yeah, right on, right on. Okay, so I have to ask you uh, the question I know most of the listeners are going to have, which is, is the Carolina barbecue really that much better? You know what? <laughs> it's different. We lived in um, <laughs> southeast North Carolina, which is a vinegar-based barbecue. Oh, and right. it is wonderful. I thought, uh, is uh, North Carolina mustard and South Carolina vinegar? Is that right? I think if you're towards the mountains, they have a red-based barbecue over there. What is a red-based barbecue? The barbecue sauce. Oh, all right. And barbecue rubs. It's not like ketchup-based? No. All right. No. no, more like a barbecue sauce base. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But, yeah, it it's still one of our favorites. I have a great recipe. I still make it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you came back, um, and you, you have uh, a familiarity with the area. Yes. Right? So can you compare and contrast, uh, maybe even just from, um, you know, where you come from, from the library system, from interacting with the public standpoint? Oh, um, the the differences between this Midwest living lifestyle and where you guys went. This other living. Well, we I can say it's very casual and very laid back in in, in uh, Southern North Carolina. Okay, that was a big adjustment we found. Things were much slower. When people said they would get things done, it was at a much slower pace than we were used to here. Um, but people are very friendly there, and of course, our, our neighbors really reached out and were very friendly to us when we moved there. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Right so, on. but yeah, it was it was a little different, being right that it was such a slower culture and lifestyle. What it, What does uh, your family think about this area? Do your kids, when they moved back here, what was their general impression of? They were used to coming back here because all of our family was still here. Oh, you guys were making frequent trips. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were making frequent trips back. Um, they did all have southern accents because they were all <laughs> no way yeah especially my girls yeah, yeah they right had um, they moved we, they were just newborns when we moved down there and uh, they definitely had southern accents yeah yeah she's got twin girls I do you have twin girls I have twin girls yes right on, right on. and a son yes what are, what are the their ages if you don't mind me asking um, my son is 29 okay and my girls are 25 right on did they lose the southern accent? They still have they a little did. bit of it. They did. That's yeah. a shame. It is because it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mary, what about you? Um, I grew up basically in Plymouth and graduated from Plymouth and moved to Warsaw about 18 years ago from North Carolina. Uh, but I was in the mountains in the Asheville area, and that's my f- favorite place. Now, is that barbecue? barbecue like you know i didn't oh. i don't think we really yeah <laughs> okay i just i check yeah <laughs> and 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 so here what's what what, what what's here the library no. <laughs> the library drew you in the, the, well it did after i was here um it was my it's my favorite favorite place yeah my husband died a year and a half after we moved here uh, from North Carolina, and um, so I needed to get involved in things after a while. So I got involved in uh, Presby, in the church, 
and volunteered there for a while. I was in Salvation Army, uh, Women's Auxiliary, volunteered there for a while, <clears throat> for about 10 years. And then um, now the library. Ann Zydek held a, there was just a blurb in the paper about um, they would like to start a Friends of the Library group. And five of us attended. And from then, I can't remember how long ago that was. That was November of 2015. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been involved in it ever since. I've been an active member and excited to be there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious, and this will be the segue to nice. Friends of the Library, because what is that? What is Friends it's, of the Library? It's a 501c3. We're um, yeah, a nonprofit group that volunteers in... <coughs> we set up the puzzle place at the library it's a it's a shelving full of puzzles that the adults and children can just take out put together bring them back so you don't even have to check them out you can just go up so we started that and we um give money our purpose of friends of the library is to give money to the library mm -hmm. And so they, Anne presents a wish list, and we work off, the Friends of the Library works off that wish list. We earn our money through book sales, is what we did before, and now we have our bookstore, Story Emporium. It's so exciting. So just the, just just for clarification for the listeners, you're saying Anne, so Anne Zydek. And Zydek. She, the, yes, she is director. the director at the library. Okay, so yes, any reference sorry. to Anne, she, we're talking about the director That's of the correct, library. That's correct, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Well, and I want to pause here a second, too. Um, if the sole purpose of Friends of the Library is to give money to the library, I'm pretty sure we need to start a Friends of Ryan Martin <laughs> and Friends of Jody Playpool 501c3 for the sole purpose. Oh, you guys just money. need GoFundMe pages, oh. right? <laughs> well, okay, so... That's an interesting point. So what is the difference between having a group, a, a community-based group, Friends of the Library, and just having the library set up its own GoFundMe page? What, what's, what's the difference? Oh, because, because the women and some men, we get together, well, we did before COVID, you know. <laughs> it's coming back. It'll yeah, and, <laughs> so, and socialize as a group. Um, we had April an April luncheon. Um, we we provide money for. Uh, act, we used to have meals, bring in meals and all that, but we found that it was better to just give money, like for activities. The National Library Week is coming up, and so there's money set aside so that the administration administrative. Um, Team. Department can give money toward uh, giving giving staff because staff is a phenomenal help even to friends of the library. They also support the library in other ways. They have volunteered in different capacities for us. Yeah, um, I was going to ask that. Yeah, in lots of different ways. Um, if we have special activities, they're more than welcome to step up and help us man yeah. areas and direct people and so you guys are like yeah. extra During, volunteer horsepower for the library as well yeah. yes right on now when you said yeah. you set up the puzzle area 
Yes. Uh, was that you guys went out, got the puzzles, you put up the shelving? We, so, uh, so, yes, it started that way with the group bringing in puzzles that they had done at home. Yeah, right. And then from then on, people just bring in puzzles. Yeah. It was a community thing where the, the community just stepped up and brought uh, the puzzles. Yes. It's kind of amazing how the community does that. Yeah. 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 And it's quite, a, it's quite a collection actually now. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and so talk about that uh, with you know, community support. You know, Friends of the Library is its own group, but it has to feed off of support through the community as well. Right. What, what kind of support have you gotten throughout the community? And this is twofold. It's for you, Mary, with Friends of the Library. But honestly, WPCL also has to really thrive off of community support as well. So Mary, sure. start, Robin, then go. Okay. Um, like in our story emporium, the the bookstore, in the it's in the library, and... The teachers and homeschool homeschoolers are our biggest buyers of books. So we get people in there all the time. Um, the we're open uh, every two weeks now on Saturday morning from ten thirty until one o'clock, and you would be surprised. How, I mean, it's really busy in there, um, and especially with with teachers. And homeschoolers, yeah, they really are. Prices are really reasonable. They can't, you know, go out and get. And so they supply their classrooms. The teachers supply their classrooms with our. We have a separate children's area. Oh, so good. And um, they they sh- shop in there, and they they can't get over the prices. And I always give them, a, you know, educators, homeschoolers, and teachers get ten percent discount. Um, automatically friends of the library m- members get a 20% discount in the uh, bookstore but yeah and those are donated materials or are those yeah, materials they're donated that you have to by go the get? library uh, they're the library weeds if you will um, when the books haven't been checked out for a long time a certain period of time then they weed them out and then they give them to friends of the library and we take we pay 10 bucks a year for all of these hundreds of books donations with the COVID situation they weren't accepting donations they are now story emporium does not accept donations but the library does and then so they what's, give give us a little uh, detail on the difference between story emporium in the library is story emporium affiliated or in it's affiliated with friends of the library it's a separate bookstore that friends of the library volunteers run okay gotcha yeah and i'm the bookstore manager so i go in there and sort everything you have coffee like a barnes and noble you have a little cafe you know what we did when we first (laughs) opened a year ago and one of our teachers said i said is there anything that would make this better for you and he said yeah a cup of coffee there you go. So mm-hmm. you go. we do, we have a coffee cart, but we weren't allowed to have it out with this, the COVID situation well, the way it is right now. We're so we're hoping, yeah, that we can get our coffee back. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, Friends of the Family, and by the way, um, reference to WPCL, that's the Warsaw Public Library. Correct. Warsaw, Warsaw, anybody, Public Library. Warsaw Community want, Public Library. Anybody yep. wondering what the acronym means? <laughs> and I reversed the letters, evidently. Yeah, yeah you PC, did. CP. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, friends, it sounds like Friends of the Library uh, supports other areas, not just the library. They've got you guys have Story Emporium, 
Um, are there other things? That's in the library. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are, are there other things associated to friends of the family that maybe go above and beyond um, just supporting, you know, volunteer activities and funding activities for the library that you guys participate in? Uh, Their main focus is supporting the library. Right. But I will say there we do have a nice group of individuals that volunteer, and they do support each other. And it's very nice to see them come together and visit. And Mary's really good about letting people know if someone needs a card sent or just needs a kind encouragement. Yeah. So it, it does go deeper than just supporting the library. Yeah, and it's it sounds like it's a good organization to interact with and be in and and to be introduced to if you're new to the community and you're mm-hmm. looking for ways to plug in this would be a good way to exactly. plug in exactly yeah. something fun happened saturday um there was a couple that came in from fort wayne and they were in warsaw for the day segues right into mm-hmm. what you're all talking about <laughs> they were in warsaw for the day and they they had started out at creighton's for breakfast and then they came to the library to check out the library and then they came up to the bookstore, and it just so happened that we had a $5 bag sale, and we supply these big bags. They were so thrilled, and they wanted a memento from the friends of the library from the bookstore. So we have bookmarks, and then I gave them one of our brochures, and they wanted to be sure to know the next time there was a $5 bag sale <laughs> because they, he, they got a lot of reading material. Well, let's so, zoom out a little bit, though. That's Warsaw. Is our friends of the library groups for all for for Mentone for the Bell Library in Mentone for Milford for uh, North Webster, and if not, why, Mary? Ah, uh, they are for there are some in Bremen, and well, last time I checked, Bremen's Syracuse. not in Kosciuszko County, Mary. Oh. Uh, Oh, it's in Marshall County. Yeah. yeah. North Webster has a great group. Okay. Yeah, they, they, so, yeah, they do. So this is not something that is limited just to here, here, no, Warsaw, no, here. No, not it, at all. It can be countywide. It, it's probably more nationwide. Okay. Yeah. There's, okay. there's groups all over supporting their libraries, yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good, 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 good. So it's not necessarily something that, you know, and we, we talk a lot about Kosciuszko County, and it's implied, you know, Warsaw, Winona Lake, this mm-hmm. greater area, but... Uh, you mentioned Creighton's, and you mentioned uh, some of these ag communi- companies that are out in, in communities, and there's still an opportunity to interact with a group like Friends of the Library with all these other libraries as well. Yeah, uh, especially in North Webster. Okay. Yeah, they've got a great group. In fact, we took a lot of their bylaws, a lot of their ideas. They really helped us establish. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, so they predate, they predate you guys. Oh, yes. Okay. This is our, actually our second Friends group. We, we did have a Friends group in the 80s that we that started and it kind of took us through the the last building project through the end of the 90s so what do you guys like about the area i mean let, let, let's let's step away from touting the libraries let's talk about just you guys in particular and uh robin you mentioned coming back jody teased barbecue but mm. what would you say what are the high points of our area that if somebody came into the library, say your couple from Fort Wayne, yeah. say they didn't come to the Friends of the Library bookstore, but they came to you and said, hey, wow, this is quite the library. What else you guys got here? Where, what would you point them to? You know, I enjoy when it's nice out. I enjoy getting an ice cream cone and walking along the canal 
All right, so down in Winona Lake. <laughs> yeah, the, I think that's a fun place. That's Kalini's, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Kalini's ice cream Yes, shop. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you can get coffee or an ice cream. And we just like to, you know, walk along the canal and eat our ice cream. Um, I also I also like to get in the car, drive the back roads with the windows down and the music on. And we've got some great country roads that you can just see lots of different things that you don't necessarily expect, but they're they're fun to find. Yeah. Give me an example of one. Hidden gems. Oh, you would say that. Yeah. yeah. You? yeah re- recently, because I, I agree with you. You you can get on it, and it's different parts of the county, different, show different things real quick, but give, give me one exactly. recently. Um, well, I can, I can give you an interesting thing that I stumbled upon. Go ahead. So, so uh, some, uh, I live north of town, north of the, just north of the airport in a little subdivision uh, called the Dells, and... Uh, Every once in a while, I would get out and drive my car to find out which bike trail, oh. which which path I wanted to take my bike on, taking these backcountry roads, because those are kind of, when the weather's nice, those are kind of fun to ride on. And uh, uh, there's a bend with a horse farm, and it's like therapeutic, it's some sort of therapeutic oh. farm. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Oh, idea. yes. Magic Magic Meadows. Magic, yeah, okay. I think that might be the name. Okay. Um, I don't remember what the name is, but that was kind of an interesting thing to drive by. Wow. And then as I was going up, that's when I stumbled upon uh, Tippy Creek. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wonder- Tippy Creek Wine. Oh. Which is oh, wow. just out in the middle of nowhere. In yeah. some fields. Yep. And I know that yeah. people in the area know about it, but they do some amazing things. I just happened to pull in and they had all these food trucks out there and it was like a, it was like a party. They oh, had wow. A, yeah, it was like some sort of big party going on there and I just had a blast hanging out there and wow now, that sounds kind of weird because i know most people know that it's been there that mm-hmm. are listening from the area mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah well of course tippy creek winery winery but for people but who aren't you it's not fun to find yeah but stumbling into it it was like wow this is kind of nice it'd be mm-hmm. fun to ride my bike back here and and so we did yeah we, we had done it a couple times it was a great stop on the way out to we were trying to get to Hoplore up mm-hmm. north you mm-hmm. know oh. which is another find yeah if you're not familiar with that backside of town yeah 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 there's there's things i'll and I'll, I'll pony on to that too because i was actually headed to i was needing to get to a certain spot um up in the northern part of the county and you know how you're driving along and you're like oh yeah i know where that is and you rattle off the address yeah i know where that is and it's just off of 300 east so, you know, it's the address is 300 West, but, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, I know where that is, and I go up to north of Leesburg, and I turn right, I'm starting to head over to 300 East, and I'm bebopping along, and I look, happen to look down at the piece of paper on my dash that I'd written the address where I needed to go, it's like, West, huh, well, I'm not going to get there this way. <laughs> So, you know, man, I didn't turn around. Yeah. I just fun- went to the next road, turned left, and then oh, just go to the next square. road and turn left again. Yeah. Sure. Well, in parts of this county, roads don't necessarily <laughs> run straight and true, and That's sometimes true. we skip a half mile yeah. or so. And I found myself on uh, on a road up there, I think it was uh, 950 or 1050 north, somewhere in there, driving around, and I got into an area, Jody, again, no idea that this was here. Yeah. Topography, a barn, a farm. Yeah. I've lived in this area a large chunk of my life and grew up here and didn't. And I still find things every day just down a county road that it's like, oh, and it may just be a grove of trees that are cool. Yeah. And, you, you know, you what's know, interesting. The neighborhood you live in where, mm-hmm. where we where I used to live, that's actually a find. 
Like if you don't know it's there and you just make a couple turns, before you know it, you feel like you're in a state park. It's a really nice kind of quiet, cool neighborhood. And there's a lake just tucked into this little quiet. He lives over by Goose Lake. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. people who aren't from the area, just driving around. It's like, oh man, I didn't, we just found this nice little park area. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. We teed you up. So like what? Oh man, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm not letting you off the hook. Okay. Right? <laughs> well, well, think about I, it. Think about I, it. We'll Stu, talk, we're going to come okay. back we'll to that. Okay. Uh, I did all my Christmas shopping in Warsaw. What? Yeah. Good for you. Warsaw cut glass. Okay. Wow, that's an amazing. Except they've got a big step going in. So they have to help me in and out. I've, I've seen it from the outside. I've never actually been in there. Oh, oh yeah, you're missing it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's oh, pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I'd never purchased anything in there either. But at Christmas time, yeah, I did. And down here at the Emporium, Cindy Dobbins, uh, over here on Buffalo Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, across from La Trohe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an amazing place, too. I did the rest of my Christmas shopping. Obviously, I don't buy a lot for a lot of people, but what I did buy was they have chocolates in there, and that's another place those um, people from Fort Wayne were going to go was to this uh, emporium over over here with Cindy Dobbins. Yeah, because they, they have a bookstore in the back, too, called um, Chapter One. So those are my finds right here in town. Yeah, that, really that, like. that little shop area is kind of, it is a find because you don't expect to walk into like old school candy shop yeah. environment like that. And you get all the like, what would be the penny candy kind of looking things. And then you get that gourmet um, area where they, they have all the really nice chocolates yeah. and stuff. Buffalo like Street Emporium. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Parking isn't very good, but it's really good. What? Nothing. I just I, I'm teeing her up. Yeah, she knows she's next. But I got I have a way out for her. So okay, okay. So so you said cruising down the county roads with the windows open and the music on. Right. All right. What kind of music? Oh, next? country music oh, all the way. No. All oh, the no. way. Huge country oh, fan. I grew up on country music. Oh. <laughs> I knew I liked it for some reason. I, my mom was a big country music fan. She is. If, yeah. Down a few pegs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, it's just seeing you know the farmland. When you kind of move away from here, and you don't see that constantly, you do kind of miss it. Right. So it, it's kind of nice just to just to see the farmland, the right. the cows. Yep. It's there's a piece. It's a piece about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So so uh, question for you, Robin. Yes. Um, so you you've been in other areas. Why why is the Kosciuszko Library System? What what about it is so much better? What it, about it is appealing? Why pe- why should people go? To the, I can't the say it's better than our other public libraries here in the county, but we do strive to keep up with the the new things that keep coming out. I mean, we're such we're more than books at this point. I mean, we're sound recordings, we're movies, we provide public library or public computer access, Wi-Fi, hotspots. Um, our newest collection is what we call the Library of Things, which we call the Lot Collection, which oh. has, you can check out with your library card, cake pans, telescope, guitar, really, bread machine, jewelry, that's repair kit. And we've done some of that. My family has done some of that. We've done the cake pan and we did telescope um, last year when something was going on with something up there and we checked it yeah. out. Yeah, games. Out. Curiosity Dome. Okay. Is that that was up there? 
it, maybe it was related to yeah. that. So it's but, uh, that's it, it, it. I can tell vouch for that. That's a that's a cool program. Yeah, it that, is. Do you guys highlight certain things like, hey, check out these cake pans this month? Is like making muffins, and we've got you know some recipes. We have, yeah. yeah. We just we actually just highlight the cake pans for at least six weeks, I believe, on our outside digital signs. And I actually received a phone call from someone that said, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you had these. How do I get my hands on them? That's fantastic. So it was cool. Yeah. And shout out to uh, anybody who's interested in some gaming. My younger son would go uh, in and he would sign up to do the Mario. Uh, uh, the, term- the tournaments. The tournaments. Yeah. 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 He really enjoyed that. Those have always been popular with the teens. And um, actually, we've had one of our um, virtual reality units. I was just going to ask you Yeah, about one that. of those was donated yeah. by the Friends of the Library. Hey, right on. Is it getting good traffic? People like it? We were before uh, COVID oh, hit. Oh, right. And then yeah. COVID but hit. yeah, we were offering actually times for teens and separate time for adults to come in and use the... Um, play the different games and, yeah, and use the equipment yeah yeah so COVID I mean um, walk us through the impact and how you guys are negotiating that and then um, what steps you're taking to you know accept donations for books and to make sure people are right safe we are currently we just started in April accepting donations again which the library will will actually go through the donations if there's something we can use in our collection we'll go ahead and add it um, but the remainder of those things do go to the friends group and they put those in the bookstore then. And then of course, all the proceeds from that do come back to the library. Um, we were closed for, to the public for 14 weeks this past year. So it definitely changed the landscape of the library. Um, we are now, we really learned how to start doing virtual programming, which was something new to us. We hadn't really jumped into that arena yet. Um, so we are continuing to do that and offer those types of programs on Facebook and YouTube. Um, we are now just getting back to a point where we are starting to offer some in-house programming again. And we're seeing the numbers pick back up. People are coming back in. And we offered curbside service while we were closed, which was very popular. But uh, people like to get back in and they just like to look at the books and pick out the things they want. There is a feel about the library. Yeah. It, we're used to the smell, but people will come in and say, oh, I smell books. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I used to, when I was in college, when I was getting my uh, engineering degree, I would go to the library and it was it would put me to sleep. Really? Yeah. And it had something to do with just everything being so quiet and calm. And then yeah. they had these big round, uh, I don't know the name of the chairs. They're, they're like these kind of half dome chairs uh-huh. with big cushions in them. Yeah. And they had them sitting right next to the window where the sun would be. And I would oh. sit down and be like, I'm going to study. And then I'd be passed out. Oh, <laughs> really? I don't think our library is quite as quiet sometimes because mm. we can Especially have, when I'm there. <laughs> we can have some, some really active yeah. children's groups and stuff in it. Oh, it makes yeah. it a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, talk a little bit. So again, if, if folks don't know and don't understand you know, not just the library system, but the Warsaw Public Library. You mentioned building program, late 90s. I, mm-hmm. I've been around long enough to know when that building was the original building and right across from it was the freshman high right. and all of that. So oh. you've kind of developed and, and changed the library over the years. Right. When you have the Rowdy Kids Group, there's an entire kids wing to this library, right? Right, right. The, um, of course, this is an original Carnegie Library. In uh, 1915, the library got a $15,000 grant from the Carnegie Foundation, which built our current library, which we're still housed in. 
Um, we have been at this location for 104 years now serving our community. We have had two major building expansions, one in the 60s and the last one in the 90s. Um, wow, Robin, you know your history. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I, I, when I first started, it, it, um, there was a children's area in the basement. And there was one meeting room, which ended up getting swallowed up by the expansion of library staff and other programs. So that meeting room got closed, which really did force us to look at expanding again, which we doubled our space again in the, in the late 90s. So talk about, let, let, let's uh, shift to kind of the business side here a little bit. Um, how easy is it to staff a library of this size and take care of all the programs you want to take care of? So yeah. I mean, there's staffing and then there's optimal staffing. Right. We find that a challenge, especially in a two-story building where we have, we're staffing multiple levels. That makes it a little more difficult sometimes. Um, generally, though, we've really had no problem obtaining staff. I mean, we have people pretty much constantly interested in working at the library. We don't have a lot of turnover generally, so uh, we do have. We generally can find people when we do have spots open. Good. If the library would want to add more, where would you add the next thing that you would want to be? What do you see as a need in the community? And this can, and, and it's. I know it's difficult for you, Robin, especially to speak to our other libraries in in Webster and, and, and spread around. But what are needs in the community that, that, that the library can better serve, and what what do you need to get there? I would love to see countywide library service because our library only serves the city of Warsaw and Wayne Township, which is approximately 29,000 people. Um, these other libraries in our county, like North Webster, Pearson, Mentone, they also serve their townships. So we do have townships that are not served by library service, which means they, they really have no place to go and check out a book unless they want to purchase a fee card. Like Claypool, Leesburg, Pearson. Well, Pearson has its own library, right. though. Pearson has a library. But you're, right. basically where we're seeing then non-service is a lot of the south part of the county, you know, down in, in, in Lake Township. Lake and, Township, and there, Clay, Clay Township. Township. Uh, we've got Plain Township, mm -hmm. Prairie Township. Yep, and the, I was going to say far northwest uh, parts of the county. Those yeah. those townships would not fall. I mean, right. Milford would gather some, but Milford not does a have a library. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what we would love to see. It's it's difficult for these families who would like library service, but they don't. They just don't have mm -hmm. it. So, what's it take to do that? They need to contact their township trustee, show an interest. Um, unfortunately, the state of Indiana, it's not a law that everyone is served by a public library. Some states do have that law. Um, at this point, though, we don't. So, what they do need to do is contact their township trustee. Um, it could entail um, going house to house and getting people to sign a petition. But of course, people can contact us at, us at the library. We can get them, get them started if, if they would like more information on that. So what about like a mobile? We talked about at one meeting about a mobile van, a mobile truck like a food truck only oh, like a mobile truck with a huh book a bookmobile yeah exactly right oh you're so good <laughs> I, I didn't come up with that on my own it's, it, it's been around for a while yeah like, like a you know, yeah like a bookmobile that would go around and serve like claypool and leesburg and but I, I know that's a lot of money to that 
they again yeah. would have to be part of our library yeah. for us to service that so um as the transition to more virtual interaction mm -hmm. with reading content continues mm -hmm. um you guys support the virtual content you guys we, have a we do library? we have what we consider a digital library okay. which you can check out ebooks e-music e-movies um, we also have uh, subscriptions where you can get uh, in contact with um, like courses where you can get more information on oh, all kinds of courses um, like a wine course uh, there's also uh, we have uh, concerts that you can attend digitally just by using your library card so, so as these townships are thinking about whether or not they you know want to petition for interest in the public library system um, maybe they can consider hey you don't have this doesn't mean driving to the physical building that's Th correct there's a lot of benefits to being associated with the library right beyond going to the physical building and we have a lot of people who are just interested in our e-content that is a huge thing for our library you know it, it I think for a lot of people me okay I'm not gonna speak for a lot of people I'm gonna speak for myself uh, for myself when I think library I have a picture of the traditional library mm -hmm. so I'm always amazed when I walk in to the library here mm -hmm. of all of the stuff that has been incorporated into the building that speaks to the future state of how technology is advanced. I mean, you guys have 3D printers in right. your building. <laughs> right. Um, and so it was great to have a conversation with the guy who runs the 3D printers. And I don't know if people realize that they're 3D printers and you can um, have stuff made there. Right, yeah. that's right. You know? And you've got these computers and gaming tournaments and the virtual uh, content, um, all of which um, really expand beyond the traditional brick and mortar library. Right. Which is what I still picture. It's just a clinging, um, I don't know, experience that I've had there. Um, but I, I'm always amazed when I walk in. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, and that's, and part of that is, I mean, I, it's not lost on me the changes. I mean, ever since the advents of these pieces of equipment that are sitting behind us the the computers and what we're even recording on here today things have changed mm -hmm. but you know used to go to the library i remember having to go to the library to do research papers <laughs> why because that was where the stuff was that was going to give me the information that's right google forced us to change that yeah do you remember going through the card catalog exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah i still know Those how big to old use the card yeah. catalog yeah. so yeah but Google forced us to change, and change right. is good. But I think that really kind of backs up Jody's point. We're still somewhat in a mindset; a lot of us are right. that we still go there when yeah, we need to do the research. It's a whole our age; it's that younger generation that's, right. that's into all the virtual and all the and yeah. yeah. When they See. when they think about the library, they have a completely different picture. Exactly right. They have exactly. a different way they want to interact with it. The idea of providing these um, telescopes, baking pans, these these. In more physical it almost feels like you guys are building out a stem program for like home economics and oh. uh you know understanding the environment kind of stuff yeah and that i think that's just incredible because that is really the surrogate for uh, book content right you need to marry it to the actual practical application of whatever the content that they're trying to absorb is and maybe they don't have you know cooking pans at home right but they want to try it right you know that's fantastic right yeah, yeah. it is a lot of fun so we we're, we're running out of time here but i got we got two more things that we need to go through <laughs> did um, we did we come up with our list of no we didn't we didn't and we're that's gonna ask fine. five questions we, yeah. oh. every episode moving forward 
to try to stump the guests. <laughs> yeah. and some of them will be the weird and dumb, and other ones we're going to try and stump you. But you guys lucked out. You're you get a pass. Okay. Yeah, you get a pass. <laughs> okay. But I do want to, we've talked a lot about the high aspects, what we like, what you like, what you've drawn to, what brought you back here, Robin, in your case, to the area. But what can the county add what are we missing and you kind of teased it with the library system yeah. wanting to go there. but what outside of the library system what can we add that would further this conversation with mm. folks driving through wanting them to turn left and i'll ask you too mary i want both of your thought as to what we need to add here outside dining i love to eat outside at restaurants and i know we do have those things but and i know we have a short weather related period for that but i love to eat outside and i wish we had more of that around here wow she teed that up right away mary <laughs> so and i would like a cafe at the library <laughs> an outside cafe i think i know who you need to talk uh-huh. to She's yeah, sitting yeah. Right next to you. have you guys we, met you guys yeah. should talk <laughs> mary robin robin mary <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about that That's, in the past yeah. yeah if somebody wants to uh learn more about um the warsaw public library or friends of the library um, I'll ask you these independently. What's the best way to get involved to find out more? Come on in, call uh, someone as you walk in the door. You're going to see a service desk right there. Stop and ask someone, and they will direct you to the right locations. Or um, yeah. the Friends of the Library also has a Facebook page, so they can go to the Facebook page and learn more about Friends of the Library. Or my name and phone number is always on the brochure. And I'm always happy to talk to. They just stop in the bookstore when I'm there and ask questions. Mary, does the Friends of the Library Facebook page have a meme generating class? Because I'm pretty sure that would go. I mean, we need more meme generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a meme addict, so I would appreciate better, you know, the continuation of the improvement of memes. I'll relay the information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, as we finish up, the name of the podcast is Clearly Kosciuszko. This is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. And so this is the this is the final question that we, we end with all the time. Uh, Mary, I'll ask you first, Robin, then it's coming to you. What does the term or what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? Clearly that anything that you want, that you you – we want to define what clearly means and be involved in clearly Kosciuszko County, help out as much as we can to make it clear to people, and just by word of mouth telling them where to go, what what's exciting, friends of the library, <laughs> and our library, yeah, right. what's exciting, different places, yeah. Okay, Robin? I think it's community, and for me it's home. Oh, oh! <laughs> Do I get an A plus for that? <laughs> you are so good. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's home. Oh. All right. Well, we, we, well, before before we ahead. sign off, do we guys you guys have any up and coming things you want to get out yes. to the audience? We do have National Library Week coming up, which um, will be starting April fourth. Um, of course, our activities are a little limited with the COVID, but we will check out our Facebook page. We'll have some virtual activities that people can check out. And the library is open now, right? We are open, yes. And Mary? And our next book sale is Saturday. And you do Saturday. two times a month, you said? Yes. All right, so it'll be two times a month in April, May, and until uh, you run out of books. Through the, uh, <laughs> through the year. Okay. 
<laughs> We've never ran out of books. Oh, We've never good, run out of books. Good Believe good me. Jody? Right. All right, folks. We, uh, we're, we're happy that you've joined us today. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Robin, yes, for being with us. thanks for having us. And uh, we will be back again with another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast in just, just a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Should be exciting and fun. I'm Ryan Martin. He's Jody Claypool. We'll see you next time. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.